Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, I thank you very much, sir. 836 here on this Thursday morning. I'm John Reed. News Radio WRVA, and every Thursday, barring some sort of really weird scheduling situation, we get a chance to talk to the former governor of Virginia, the former ambassador to Europe, Jim Gilmore, and he is with us again today. Governor, I appreciate you uh, coming on, and I thought I might start by asking you your reaction to the death of Henry Kissinger. I'm paying close attention to the way these national people are presenting his death you know they love to mention he's a controversial figure and i I wonder what direction this is going to go as people talk about him today well we'll we'll see look henry kissinger was a giant of american foreign policy there's there's no doubt about that and uh he lived through a time in which the uh, foreign policy was very controversial the vietnam war right uh the nixon years uh nixon and kissinger were the, the leaders are beginning to get started with America's uh, directional uh, tr- efforts to win the Cold War. At the end of the day, though, uh, Kinder Kissinger's philosophy is not really mine. Uh, hmm. He exclusively uh, dealt with the issue of American interest alone with, while ignoring America's most powerful weapon. And our most powerful weapon is our ideas and our values, our commitment to democracy, because that's what rallies people of the world to us. In his later time, it was really Ronald Reagan who harnessed that and won the Cold War. Uh, Henry Kissinger was trying to stabilize the Cold War, and uh, and uh, stability was not the answer, and it still isn't today. Uh, stability alone is not just uh, shoveling things off and, and ignoring the truth is, is not what you can really do. You have to actually confront it. And that's been my theme with you now for over two years. That's certainly, you've been very consistent. Do you think uh, from your time working with the State Department and your colleagues that there are, uh, I, I hate to use the word intellectual because these days that's got uh, in, many, in many quarters a negative tone, but there are very studied um, individuals engaged in statecraft, or is that uh, something of the past? No, no, no. America is is doing that full time through the State Department. Mm-hmm. I think we put too much emphasis on defense alone, on military alone, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes the military creeps over and gets into policy in places where they shouldn't go. Uh, but uh, the the main thing to remember is that this that this is geopolitics, 
that the uh, adversaries at this point are trying to remake the world in a way that is going to be very detrimental to America uh, and to American interests and even to American safety and security. Uh, and we uh, have to confront that and be address that uh, for our children and our grandchildren, ourselves. Uh, the danger is very acute. It's very serious right now. Uh, I, I do not deviate. Uh, I recognize right now that we're not talking about anything except the Middle East. We're not talking about anything except the Israeli war. And it is true that you can't allow the world to be governed by murder and kidnapping and hostages and all of that. That has to be confronted. But the hinge of history is Ukraine. And right now they're, they're winning that because we're not addressing it. We don't consider it important. We consider the Middle East uh, issue much more important. And as a result, the Russians are winning that uh, the controversy. Now, the Ukrainians are still standing up for themselves, mm-hmm. and they've still got some support. But it's imperative that the United States get back in there and make sure that we're supporting uh, Ukraine, because that is the hinge of history. Uh, if, uh, if the Russians win there, then, then Europe is compromised. If uh, the Ukrainians win, then I think we're headed for a really bright future. I remember a few years ago you were in D.C. pretty frequently with the think tank that you were running and, and some of your business um, and, and political endeavors. Are you talking to the to the new Speaker of the House or any of the current members of Congress? Because it sounds like the Republicans are saying, all right, we'll grudgingly give you uh, to President Biden and the Democrats will b- b- grudgingly give you money for Ukraine but we're going to extract money for our border and that that's the way they're going to play those cards. Do you have an opinion on that? You've talking to people about how to manage that issue? Sure. Uh, yeah, I think the people would like to frame this as either or mm-hmm. and say, well, you've got to give money to, to our border issue or you've got to give money to Ukraine or you've got to give money to Israel. And after a while, the American people will throw up their hands and say, look, nobody's giving me any money. Yeah, well, that's uh, and, and, and then they'll, they'll, they'll quit. And that also is the, the goal and objective of the adversaries, to, to exhaust the American people and create resentment uh, so that we uh, surrender our leadership opportunities in the world. And in fact, it's not opportunities, it's necessities. And the, the goal there is to exhaust the American people and get us thinking about other things. You know, this is a, a character matter. I think that we're, we Americans are going to have to understand the big dangers to the to the country, and I, I keep talking about that. And uh, I'm spending a lot more time right now actually working with think tanks in Charlottesville uh, who are emerging to discuss these issues. Uh, I listened to, to a, a major meeting from the Chinese ambassador the other day, which would really chill you if you if you could hear it. Was that online? Should we go look that up? Was that... Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, you can look at yeah, that's right. The Miller Center at University of Virginia, uh, and I don't, I have no official affiliation with them, but mm-hmm. I did, I am talking to them a lot. The Miller Center at UVA uh, has uh, that uh, interview, I think, online, and if you mm-hmm. listen to it, it's a very a pretty face, uh, but nonetheless, uh, a relentless determination to mm-hmm. take over Taiwan. And, uh, you know, if uh, the European war goes badly and the Taiwanese thing emerges. But but I will tell you this. I think that what we've seen with that meeting in uh, California between Xi and President Biden. And I, again, I'm no advocate for President Biden's foreign policy. Mm-hmm. But but uh, I think that was a very important meeting that showed that the Chinese actually are backing off a little bit. 
I think that's uh, very helpful because we can't seem to deal with more than one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you're a UVA alum and and you're a big UVA basketball fan and football fan, so I I never I don't want to ambush you on the air, but I hope you'll kick their butts up there privately sometime because I, as an observer, and I don't have you know other than my father having a master's from UVA, I don't it doesn't matter to me. I, except I want Virginia, I want the flagship University of Virginia of of the Commonwealth to be well respected. Seems like there are a lot of problems, but I just throw that out there. Well, uh, well, there there certainly are, as a matter of fact, and I think that uh, the discussion that we're seeing, disruptions we're seeing on the campuses across the United States, are very significant. Mm-hmm. People need to understand that you can you can regulate thuggish behavior. You don't have to just say, well, First Amendment says you can do anything you want to to anybody. I mean, the idea that media is going to be disrupted by left-wing thugs is mm-hmm. not accurate. You, yeah. you can deal with these kinds of things through management and regulation. The campuses are just intimidated by the, by the far-left uh, attacks. Yeah. And if the far-right people get into it, then they need to be regulated, too. Yeah. All right. Well, that is helpful. I hope, I hope some folks are listening. Uh, so back to Ukraine for just a second. Do, yes. I, I keep I hear your voice in my head when I'm at home reading these stories about how Ukraine is failing. They're not moving forward. And the 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 tone of the story is that I'm reading is this is a lost cause. Yeah, only in America. Uh, if uh, the United States is firm, we're going to be fine on this. Uh, if you really look at the true facts, uh, Ukraine actually is winning. Uh, because uh, the Russian objective politically was to take over Ukraine, and still is, because that adds a, a major piece into their reconstruction of their empire, which threatens the United States. Mm-hmm. That's their goal, and they have failed. Uh, the Ukrainians have failed simply by by resisting successfully and gathering the American and, and Western support to their cause. Uh, and furthermore, there are specific things that are going on. There are advancements that are going on there, even in the wintertime, and mainly, uh, the, the Black Sea is no longer in, under Russian control. Hmm. Uh, that is a, a major development, which I never would have expected. And hmm. I, I think uh, that the Ukrainians are actually politically winning. The question is, will we Americans and the Westerners falter and give the game back away again? Yeah. Uh, there's and, a uh, death you know, frankly, blow coming. Hey, listen, there are Ukrainians sitting in trenches in the cold fighting for their country right now while we're cold, warm and comfortable here getting ready to go into our holidays. And, yeah. You know, we need to understand that uh, Ukrainian soldiers who are dying today are gone forever. They're from mm-hmm. their families mm-hmm. and they're fighting for their own independence. I don't think we care. You know, Americans don't care all that much about other people's independence, but but they should, because uh, whether these things uh, win or lose overseas in these conflicts uh, depends upon the adversary's long term plans against the United States. And last 60 seconds, can I ask you your opinion as a diplomat? about what's happening back to Israel, um, uh, Hamas. Do you, how is this playing out? Was this pause to get the hostages a strategically smart move, get the hostages out, and then finish them? Uh, finish yeah, God, uh, West, yeah, Westerners, including Israelis, uh, desperately care about people. Uh-huh. But let's just recognize this. This was an atrocity committed in a kidnapping. Uh, I don't even like to use the word hostage. I prefer to use the word captive because these are people are captives. Yeah, right. And now, of course, they're doing business with the terrorists. They're doing business with Hamas. Mm-hmm. They're, they're negotiating with Hamas. They're, con- they're negotiating pauses with Hamas. And so that's a victory for Hamas. The fact that uh, that 
people have got to accommodate in order to get back these people. Now, we, uh, you know, I, I'll be the first to say that we ought to be getting these people back, these little children and women and so on that have been kidnapped. But let's understand this. This was a criminal act for a political purpose mm-hmm. and maybe for a monetary purpose. So who knows behind the scenes how much money is being shoveled out of the door to get these people back. But that's our priority. It's, uh, but, uh, you know, Hamas has a political goal, mm-hmm. and their goal there is to disrupt the Middle East in order to accomplish their goal. I wonder whether it's also uh, a bigger effort by Russia and Iran to distract America from the, from the, the key hinge of history, which, of mm-hmm. course, as I have said, is Ukraine. The former governor of Virginia and the former ambassador to Europe, Jim Gilmore. Thank you. I appreciate the chance to talk always. Always, John. Thank you for the opportunity. 848. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.